Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the PC Perspective Podcast. We're at episode 740. This is being recorded on September 13, 2023. I'm Sebastian Peak. I'm Jeremy Holstrom. I'm Josh Walrus. I'm Brett. I have no copper pipe Van Spruenberg. And I'm Kent Burgess. You have no copper pipe? You just use PEX no. in your home? I'm a, I have a PEX home here. You can support us on Patreon. Did you know? Patreon.com slash PCPer. That's P-C-P-E-R and B like Jeff M. And Jeff! Jeff! Thank and you, Jeff. Jason C. Thank you, Jason. But Jeff! Josh, would you like to talk about food now? God, no. No, I'm too full to talk about food. Oh, Look at no. my face. It doesn't need any more food. It's very bad. <sighs> so I ate something today. <laughs> and it was good. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. Um, All right, moving on. Story this week. Oh wait, wait. Uh, no. <laughs> okay, so this is the Sharf Reuben Burger. Sharf Reuben. I don't know. I don't know what Sharf means. Maybe it's a person. Onions and jalapenos smashed into one beef patty. So it's smashed patty. Two slices of Swiss cheese. Mm, sliced corned beef, grilled sauerkraut, and topped. With Thousand Island dressing. Yes, this is the Scharf Reuben Burger, and it was really good. Not exactly how you would expect it to taste, but it was fantastic. That looks like a fried egg. Looks like a fried egg on top. I know it kind of does, but no, that's the uh, that's that's the the whatever kind of Thousand Island dressing you have is pretty yellowish. Maybe it's homemade. In fact, it probably wow. is. It's not that orange one. It's just an egg yolk. Are you? It's are you, not an okay, egg roll. Okay. Well, that was uh, what I ate today, and it was great. So, enjoy. Let's move on to news and our top story in no particular order. At videocards.com, Starfield is officially getting DLSS support. Can you believe it? No more mods. Overrated. It's not just, just hacked in. Bethesda has confirmed that it's official. Bethesda Game Studios on Twitter. Uh, we're blown away by the response and all the things you love about the game. Okay, that's that's nice. Uh, no, we screamed at you because there's literally no field of view slide. There's no HDR. There's no ultra wide support. There's no DLSS. And they're like, wait, you're not playing this on a console? Could it be the relatively poor performance and the people are just salivating for a DLSS style uplift? No, you just need a better but PC. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Bethesda CEO said the game is running great. No, it's next generation. You may need to upgrade your PC from your, you know, RTX forty ninety and seventy eight hundred X three D. You know, those those are last gen technology, so you may need the new stuff. Apparently, and you so, can get Starfield with it when you buy it. So, win oh, win, yeah. right? What you need apparently is an Intel processor, but then a seventy nine hundred XTX, and that'll give you the best <sighs> performance right now. For now. Think. Okay. But hey, DLSS, it's going to change everything. I don't know if it's going to be just DLSS 2 or if it'll be DLSS 3. I would be shocked if it was 3. Uh, they've already got a very weird implementation of SSR going, so I can't see them figuring out how to use the 3. Be nice, but I have my doubts. So, isn't what's the, the major difference between 2 and 3 is frame gen, isn't it? Or is there some yeah. more underlying? No, that, that's the main difference. Okay. So whether or not it supports difference. frame generation is a big deal, obviously for Nvidia. But this is a, a hot fix. The first update it says is a small hot fix targeted at the few top issues we are seeing. Yeah. After that, expect and then regular eventually updates. This will come. Yeah. So they're gonna so no, provide. No. Bright- Wait, they didn't have brightness and contrast controls yet. No. Ooh. No HDR calibration or menu. FOV slider. No ultra wide support. Wow. I mean, no, 32.9. Yeah, it's, it kind of sounds like they're programming to the end on the major issues. And and undoubtedly, there were some some major issues. Yeah. And they, they reached the finish line. And they're like, okay, we got there. We need to fix bugs, obviously. But 
what else can we work on? Oh, how about Intel support? Yeah, let's let's work with them. <laughs> let's get DLSS. That could help a pretty good chunk of the people buying this game. Hey, that's a good plan. What yep. do consoles not have? Consoles don't have NVIDIA DLSS. Consoles nope, do nope. not have Arc graphics. Consoles do not nope. have 32.9 ultra-wide monitors. No. Support. So They should. That, yeah, that I mean, they focused on, on the, the console because that's where the majority of the players are. Not our players. Not they learned that in Morrowind. Yeah, they're like, "Wow, our our interface sucks for console people. How can what can we do to change that?" And, and Oblivion was obviously, I mean, for PC, Morrowind was great for UI. You had a mouse, you drag things to other places. It's fantastic. Double clicked on crap. Yep. Worked wonderful, but not for consoles. But they found that, you know, when they released Mario 1 for consoles, they sold a lot more copies. And then, uh, yeah, they had to switch around. It's the 800 pound gorilla in gaming world consoles. Enjoy. Let's move to another news story. We have to check in on Radeon RX 7800 XT news. We're a week removed. It's only hotcakes. That there are. Was it just last week we reviewed that? It seems like yep. so long ago. But uh, here's newegg.com live. I have searched for Radeon RX 7800 XT. Let's just hit enter again. Let's do the absolute newest possible results here. Let's see. Back order, back order. Spicy bomb third party starting at $650. Back order, back order, back order. Auto notify. It's out of stock, people. It's completely out of stock. You cannot buy a 7800 XT without resorting to weird third-party slash scalpers, and we're not going to give them the time of day on this show. Yeah, $150, uh, you know, tweak. <laughs> Going up to 650 bucks, and you can actually get one. That's 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 no bueno. Yeah, because you could buy it. But they're coming seven, in beginning of October. Are they? Yeah. That's that is uh, what a lot of the back order sites are saying. <laughs> First week of October, they should have product in to uh, ship out. Hmm. Well, I'm guessing if I can actually back order that right now, that'll probably be sold out quick when it comes back in. Mm-hmm. To stock. We'll see. the The big takeaway here for me is don't buy a 7700 XT. Doesn't matter that these other ones are out of stock. I don't care if the 7700 XT is in stock. The fifty dollar difference made this no bueno, as Josh says. Just it's 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 a terrible mm-hmm. value at that price. And the only thing that makes it look like a good value is the existence of the RTX forty sixty. But that's no excuse because you can't really excuse that product. So, I mean, Nvidia excuses the product. Their marketing excuses the product because they have to. It's their job. But we don't have to. Uh, yeah, but look at all of them in there. $50 difference. Yeah, but you can get it 20% now. 20% slower. I don't care that you can get it now. I can buy plenty of lesser cards now. If I'm. You if can I'm still waiting, buy 6950 XTs now. Which are faster mm-hmm. for, than the 7800 XT, yes. Yes. Let's see. I almost made that my pick of the week again, but. Uh, <laughs> So in the four to five hundred dollar range, I did a custom search here for new products called Radeon between those two prices. You can get yourself a sixty eight hundred XT. You can get sixty seven fifty XTs. Hmm. If I had to right now, I think I would get a sixty eight hundred XT over a seventy seven hundred because sixty eight hundred XT outperforms. Even the 7800 XT in certain applications, as long yeah. as they're not DXR. So I would do that. I'm buying this one. Or I'm finding a better deal on a 6800 XT. Or moving up to a 6950 XT. I n- never, never buy the 7700 XT. That's all I'm saying. What do you think a good value would be on the 7700 XT? 375? 399. It never should have been a penny more than 399. 419, maybe. Maybe. Well, overclocked, really custom cooler. Oh, right. You give you give people the room. Right. The base should have been 39. 
you'd see them trickle all the way up to 450 for overclock models. And then it was like, well, at that point, just get a reference. But even then, I think the I think the it really should be 379. Look at the look at the performance delta. It's too big. NVIDIA between the 4070 and the 4070 Ti is $200, right? $599 and $799. That's huge. The performance delta is is about that. NVIDIA actually does populate their product stack pretty well as far as like, what am I trying to say? The stagger? They, they seem to segment the product stack appropriately based on their own performance. So a 4060's performance relative to 4060 Ti relative to a 4070, that kind of thing. Although really the But then 4060 the 4060 Ti 16 broke it. It did. The 4060 Ti should have been 16 gigs all along for 399, but all right. That's yeah, hell. Yeah. Shall we talk oh, about the, the top right, story Brett, tonight? Brett, it's it's yeah. it's Apple time. It's I that know, time of I year. Look forward to this once a year, talking a little bit about this. Yeah. Apple has you know, announced what's your, what's your favorite uh, yeah, go ahead. Apple's announced the iPhone fourteen. Again. It was so good last year. That they oh, thought, wait a minute. Hey, let's just announce I, it again. I think you're the off iPhone by 14 one. with a die shrink ah, and what else? Sensing oh, a better camera. Pixels. Better camera. I'm sensing an off by one error in no. your uh, in your announcement. iPhone 14 revision two. It's iPhone 14. Mm. <clears throat> uh, I see. This, this sounds like editorialism. <sighs> all, all news is editorial now. I suppose so. All right. So let's the go hard, to Apple. The hard Apple news newsroom. Is, Press release. Apple unveils the iPhone 15 Pro and 15 Pro Max, featuring a strong and lightweight titanium design with new contoured edges. Oh, my goodness. The chamfer is gone. It won't dig into your hand anymore. Yeah, and it's now so it's much more contoured. Contoured like the know, iPhone like, 11 was. Yeah. A new action that, button. What's an action button? That's cool. This is that seems like a to home be a home button. Targeted to people who wife? don't who don't put a uh, a or their camera in a case, I guess. I mean, who doesn't put their camera in a case? Why would you? What you mean your phone? Yeah, yeah. or a camera? Yeah, my phone. Duh. I, I was uh, looking at the cameras. I think yeah. that the biggest takeaway, the biggest story here, is just the uh, the new, uh, extremely similar looking colors here. There's drab, titanium colors that are all very close to each other. This one is just slightly. Do they have any pink? No, in the okay, regular, yes, not but, the pro. But not in not in the pro. They don't play those the, games. The colorant. It's the color. The color is now. Don't throughout. be distracted by this sparkly background image. It's not don't actually there. It's just on the screen. The color is now throughout the entire Dude, case. It's not just <laughs> confined to the case material. They've moved the color everywhere. Okay, here's the real story. Let's talk talk about some specs here. The CPU, the new CPU, is up to up to 10% faster with microarchitectural and design improvements. They are at three nanometer now. And now it's up to 10% faster because you know it can boost the power envelopes probably a little bit higher or something. I don't know. Didn't they change the number of uh, a certain number of cores that they had in there? But it says the neural engine is now up to 2x faster. Mm, there you go. And the GPU is up to 20% faster. Featuring a new six-core design that increases peak performance and energy efficiency. Has hardware accelerated ray tracing. So they're just, they added more shaders so they could use them for ray tracing in demos. Yeah. You'll never actually see it in, outside of like one or two. Are you saying Angry Birds isn't ray traced? When it is, I'm <laughs> just going to be blown away. They could actually use that math power for better photography and post they could. image processing. Well, speaking of, Josh, in addition to 48 megapixel Pro RAW, users can now shoot in 48 megapixel HEIF with four times more resolution than before because four times 12 Ooh. is 48. For the longest time, Apple's been stuck at 12 megapixels. And I got it because you want the larger pixel size. It's better for low light. It's better mm-hmm. for a number of reasons, but... Now they're like, no, uh, we don't want to be behind. We don't want to be behind all those uh, Android flagships with their 48 megapixel sensors. So we're going to use that, that megapixel, the 48 megapixel sensor that Sony has. 
I'm assuming it's a Sony sensor. And and their new connectivity. Who can forget their new level of connectivity? That's right. USB C. You by Qualcomm. USB C comes to the iPhone. Do you think it was in response to any of the legal maneuvering they were getting out of the EU, or is this just a natural nah. where it would have gone anyway? Yeah. Given the fact that I'm just going by Apple Insider's um, rough estimates based on the licensing mm. costs to get into mm. the mm-hmm. the program, mm-hmm. the M5 program plus <clears throat> per <throat> chip plus you know whatever licensing, Lightning cables were somewhere around a five billion dollar a year business for Apple. So it, it was in their best interest to retain the proprietary mm-hmm. connection for as long as they possibly could. You had to have that made for iPhone or whatever logo on your product, which means Apple was getting money mm-hmm. for every cable sold. They're going to they USB-C. were supplying them with the one wire communication chip as well. Yeah. So going to USB-C means they're losing that revenue. Yeah. yeah. I'm that honestly paid. amazed that they didn't remove the plug altogether in a fit of spite and force you to buy a fancy wireless charger. Brought you probably would have had to include it in the box because the wireless dongle it's it's an expensive accessory. So yeah, they well, did Apple, they did nerf uh, that. nerf the non Max non Pro though. Their USB C connectivity operates at four hundred and eighty megabit. Oh, USB, USB two speeds. Right. Ew. Yeah, we the did, Pro. We were talking about the Pro just now, but the regular fifteen, which is the one that normal people mm-hmm. will buy. Mm-hmm. That comes in all different pretty colors. That has the 48 megapixel camera. Uh, the telephoto oh, isn't pastels. as good on this one. Well, no. You know what? They they can pinch and zoom. Hey, the Pro can now record directly to an external uh, hard drive or SSD. With the, or... Right. Not the regular, though. Not the regular no. one. No, not the standard one. You, no. you know what the best thing about this release is? What is it, Josh? He- hearing the people buying iPhone 14, so they don't have to upgrade to USB-C. They have all the infrastructure for previous, and they just... Oh, right. What does that mean, infrastructure? People aren't buying iPod docks anymore. It's their car. They have a cord. They don't want to buy new cables. In my Mazda, it's USB still, which I prefer because you plug it in and it's charging the phone while connecting. So that's like, oh, I'm going to plug it in anyway. Who cares? I have Bluetooth, but usually plug it in for the charging. Right. Almost everyone uses Bluetooth. That's... Yeah. They they did some modest improvements, but this is what they used to call an S. Back in the day, Mm. there was an iPhone 4S, 5S. Sounds familiar. And now they just call them... It's the new iPhone 15. It's really the 14S. Moving on from Apple, TSMC is on a buying spree, writes Jeremy Hellstrom. What is IMS nanofabrication? Well, that used to be a purely <coughs> Intel-owned company that designed uh, photo masks and uh, other lithography tech to make chips. But uh, they decided that maybe being purely Intel was kind of uh, convincing a couple of prospective customers to maybe go elsewhere. So they sold off a fifth of the company to uh, Bain Capital, which is just, you know, like SoftBank. They just own companies to make money. But TSMC recently grabbed another 10% of it. So now it's only, you know, just over two-thirds owned by Intel. And it gives TSMC a new source for all of the equipment that they need to be able to pump out the obscene amount of chips that they've been doing. And then the other thing they did, and we actually have a a rough idea now because... uh, the SoftBank, or sorry, the ARM IPO had not happened this morning, but it has since. And so we know now it's 51 bucks a share for a grand total of $54.5 billion, of which TSMC has uh, 100 mil that they're going to drop on shares in ARM. Which, I mean, considering how much ARM chips they fabricate, kind of makes sense that, you know, having a, the ability to sit there with ARM and sort of say, hey, you know, this is sort of the way we should be going especially the one that arms looking more at uh, doing a more comprehensive chip designs as opposed to the, the, the piecemeal that they've been doing where they're just getting sense on the core. They're actually looking more towards creating not monolithic chips. I mean, it's arm after all, but uh, like a more complete system. So this gives TSMC, you know, a seat on the board, a chance to sort of, uh, you know, yell at them and see what they can do. So obviously TSMC is doing very well, which we knew. 
but yeah, 500, just over $500 million dropped uh, on the purchase of some shares of two companies is, you know, pretty impressive. Yeah, I'm sure Josh they're is not, excited. They're not actually, it's they're, they've set the IPO price. They haven't actually had the IPO yet. No, no but we actually know what the valuation is. Our yeah. sets. Fit, 51 bucks a share. share. 51. So they'll get like $4.8 billion out of the IPO, which is a tremendous amount of money, if you were not aware. Yeah. It's about a year's worth of uh, revenue for ARM. So they can, you know, pick and choose what they want to do with that. It was, you know, initially going to be that, that, that a little bit higher. But uh, no, it, it, it's that's what their their initial price is. And I think that may actually grab a little bit more interest because a lot of these guys, you know, TSMC, Intel, um, NVIDIA, they're all going to throw a tremendous amount of money at this IPO to own a piece of, of ARM. And, um, yeah, I'm wondering if, if they're setting that price a little bit lower than expected and then kind of seeing the, the secondary uh, market take off a bit. And, and, you know, while in the short term, that doesn't do anything for them. In the long term, it does a tremendous amount for uh, their employees and uh, shareholders. So we'll see. Kind of interesting. Our next news story, Asus China to launch cable-free GeForce RTX 4070 BTF edition. This is continuing on our, our extensive and ongoing coverage of the Asus cable-free GPU experiment. They have a motherboard with this extra slot that provides power. It's like a server standard, and they're adopting it. And you can plug in your GPU without any power cables, and that saves you from all the 12-volt high-power woes. We hope. Yeah. Because so if you plug that in sold. a little bit loosely, it could get very bad really this is being sold standalone is it being sold with a companion board or a recommendation as to where you can plug this in well there is a board they have this wait is this the board i don't see a slot that's not not why is this board featured here that is not the board what is that okay go to the go to the one more one more oh there's a slot yeah, do so the next go one. back do the to the other one. picture. TX Gaming? There you have it. Look at uh, it. Look at TX Gaming slots. B760 you know BTF Wi-Fi. Does that say born to be deferent? <laughs> well, maybe. Where does born you read to that? be deferent. Where? Where are you seeing this? Are you reading? <laughs> oh, there it is. Are you reading? <laughs> the Mandarin? silver part. That's different. That's born to be Are you sure? Different. It says Doesn't different. No. Oh. It says different. Okay. I'm going to sell but, you a product and you be deferent to me from here on. Yes. By the way, since I, when is China spacing, using Japanese style anime girls? Whatever sells. And for for you know, a long and, time because they discovered that there's a lot of weebs in the world. They didn't, I didn't Did know they you say co-opted weebs? Japanese. Have you not been weebs? paying attention yes. to the last 20 years of Taiwanese motherboards who have moved into China and their artwork? He's not wrong. Are you sick and tired of those pathetic Wi-Fi 6E transfer speeds? You're looking oh, for something yes. more? Yes. Well, considering we already have widespread adoption of 6E, and it's been years now that we've been stuck at those transfer speeds. Pathetic. Wi-Fi 7, it's finally approaching. Maybe later this year? It's already several routers on the market. They're claiming Wi-Fi mm-hmm. 7 turbo speeds. They haven't even fully finalize the standard the i triple e but it's coming that won't stop people from making hardware against no, draft the spec. hey you know that's that. from apple think about draft that, n in the old you know intel I imax I, I i'm sensing a lot of anti-apple bias for me this evening just saying i don't know i'm feeling so like- if wi-fi 7 lives up to its specifications writes jeremy it'll be a huge jump from wi-fi 6 look at these numbers from 574 to 1376 and that's just the base yeah. We're talking 46-ish gigabits per second, potentially, versus just 9.6 with 6E. 6E hmm. gets you almost all the way to 10 gigabit, theoretically. But 46,120 megabits per second? I'm not sure how many streams that would take. It's interesting. Uh, puncturing? 20? Can you, can you explain what puncturing? No, 60, sorry. Puncturing. Yeah. So, you know how even with Wi-Fi 6, uh, or 6E rather, it's able to connect over 60 different channels. 
But the thing is, if there's any traffic on one of those channels, it just throws its hands up in the air and says, oh, crap, we're just going to leave that one alone. And so, boom, you, you lose that uh, channel completely, so your speed drops. So what they're talking about with Wi-Fi 7 is that they'll take a look, and if one of those channels is being taken up, the chances are it's only being a small portion of it is being taken up, right? So there's still plenty of... Uh, there's bandwidth on the other side of wherever the transfer is. So it'll jump to a different uh, megahertz on that channel to be able to continue to use it. This sounds like a great idea in practice, in theory, but I don't know how well it's going to work in practice because now it's sort of saying, yeah, I know there's already channel, there's already traffic going over this channel. So I'm just going to try a different portion of that spectrum to see if I can just grab something. And hopefully that totally won't interfere with everything else that's going on on that specific one. Don't worry, because the range is already so bad with Wi-Fi 6E that you won't have to worry about interference from your neighbors competing with some of those channels. It's, it's you know, it barely reaches outside of the room that the router's in already. So it's just like the I tiny mean, little... Wi-Fi what 7. conditions could we possibly be talking about here to reach these theoretical maximum speeds, like a uh, a, a simulator or even a like a, a Wi-Fi or a frequency isolation chamber of some sort? What, Line of sight, no interference from any other mm -hmm. wireless signals mm -hmm. on the same uh, frequency, and no and more than ten feet. Yeah, very close. Oh, no, not even ten feet. And then also. A handcrafted benchmark, which uh, uses specific frequencies on the channels to make sure that there's no interference. Maybe, maybe it it will require some optimization. The network stack will have to be, you know, oh tuned. Yep, tuned. And Bucket then buffers so that it exactly matches like frequency division, time mm -hmm. division, turnover type and stuff. And then you you're going to need those uh, multi-channel adapters that don't exist. So all the stuff you cannot get now to maximize the right. theoretical, if, you know speed of like, Wi-Fi 6E. If you can't pack eight antennas into your handheld device, please do not apply to the speed category. Okay. Oh, right. and the uh, antennas, apparently like on the one that we showed there, yeah. they're now mechanical. The upside down spiders? It, what do you they're mean they're mechanical? Motorized, and so we'll try and move to find the perfect way to grab your signal because just... For which device that's more. roaming from place to place inside the space? How hmm. many uh, four by four adapters even exist? I remember four this one. Jeez, I don't this know. is not available even. Uh, let's see. So, so what does six go up to? Or six E supposed to go to? Just under ten. Just under ten. Yeah. Nine point six. Yeah. Try and that's and never been seen in real life. Uh, right. You need to have well, multi except two feet away. Yeah. And not even that. Where who's receiving um, enough streams to even get close? I, I so, where are the adapters? There's routers for it. But Jeremy, so what you're saying about these antennas is they're bipole and and motorized for attenuation. Yeah, this radish or sorry, Radix uh, BE twenty two thousand. That is one of the things is that those strange looking fins that belong on an imperial shuttle actually are motorized and move. I'm, I'm impressed by yeah, their level of detail I, and and attempt to scrape out the last bits from that space. Yes, I don't trust it's those killer. things. I've It'll seen wait. too many movies where those antenna just turn into legs and they start crawling around and mm -hmm. instead of uh, remotely stealing your data, they're just going to put the devices right in your house <laughs> and then just directly <laughs> steal. <laughs> I mean, it literally walks out the front door with your data. <laughs> yeah, well, you it, know, I was impressed because today I actually, you know, got out the S23 and I have a new, due to the Blue Peak uh, fiber that I got, I got an Eero 6E, well, no, Eero 6, sorry, Pro. And I got damn near 850 megabit per second and I'm five wow. feet away. Well, That's still, it's not horrible. We haven't even come close to taking advantage of Wi-Fi 6. Wi-Fi 7 just sounds like marketing 
right now because there's no ratified standard for it. And it's not like, I don't think they're talking about a higher frequency. If they are, that means even lower range. Oh, no, it's going to interfere with Wi-Fi 6. It's oh, perfect. Be on the so same. it's still on 6 oh, gigahertz. They're no. just calling it 7. Okay. Oh, no. Great. All right. This sounds oh, yeah, bad. It's just brilliant all the way down. <laughs> In our next story, a Windows bug makes File Explorer faster. <laughs> nice. Just press F11 twice for a boost. Yeah. It's that only working in? on the new Canary version and a couple of uh, Windows 10 versions, but literally, you've noticed how much crap they've added to Windows Explorer and just how much worse it performs compared to what it used to be. Well, someone accidentally uh, maximized it by hitting F11 and, min- and then uh, windowed it again and noticed that, holy crap, Explorer is running like it used to. And tried replicating it a few times, and yeah, um, there's this weird little bug where if you maximize it and then window it again, you get a significant performance <laughs> boost. It's it's a little ridiculous. So yeah, we're trying to watch a video of this in progress. Okay, that was fast. Bang, bang. F11, F11. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay, that does appear quicker. That, that is that's refreshing. Like used to work. That's refreshing directories and listings like instantaneously. Yes. As opposed to, oh, um, did you want me to peer load your OneDrive again? No, bap, I bap, didn't. Bap, 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 bap. Yeah. Do you want me to 3D animate this opening? No, I do not. No. Somebody needs to bottle that technique and make sure that we can always do it. Yeah, I hope they don't patch it out because that would be annoying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or at least look at what it's doing. Shall we move to security corner? Yes. You know, before security corner, let me just say, we haven't gotten to the Intel Arc. They just released another driver today, this evening. Oh, yeah. I was going to put that on the list. All right. Hold on. Ooh. All right. Oh, yeah. Please. The crew please add Motor that. Fest, I, Mortal Kombat 1, I, and potentially more Starfield fixes, but oh, that's not entirely sure. Ooh. What? It's How it's it's the it? regular seven hundred megabytes. Oh, okay. That's like the fifth one in the last seven days. And they need it badly. Well, they didn't what? fix a lot of stuff. There's um a yeah. lot of popular applications that they need to support, <clears throat> and by applications I mean games. Okay. Let's mm-hmm. uh let's talk about it. Forty eight twenty four, it's a Wickle driver. Just released today. It brings game on driver support for the crew Motorfest and Mortal Kombat 1. And fixed a couple of issues uh, Fortnite flickering and corruption, uh, device fan ramp on certain Arc graphics products, Tactics and Ogre Reborn. Nice. Yeah, that the very, very popular Tactics flickering, Ogre Reborn during dialogue sequences. There are a lot of dialogue sequences in Tactics Ogre, yeah. so that's, that's good. Yep. But yeah, okay, let's look at this. Here's the highlights, so go ahead with these. Gosh, there are four Starfield issues that they're... Sporadic instability. Yeah, so Mm. Starfield, unfortunately, general instability, corruption, um, low texture details on certain objects in the game, flickering, just different issues. it's, It's not done. They don't have a final Starfield driver yet. So... Not the most positive. But uh, apparently Bethesda is working with them, according to their tweet post. So that's a positive. I had heard from another source that uh, Intel has had access to Bethesda builds for the past several months. Okay. And it's interesting that once September rolled around, it wasn't better than it was, but I don't know. I just accept that Starfield is kind of a broken... It's kind of poorly optimized. Mess. It's, it's Bethesda. Optimized. It's like it's like Oblivion in 2007. Yeah. Is it Did the you same ever engine? play it in 2007? Yep. It's, it's not a fun experience. It'll get better. Or uh, that, that Fallout game that no one or ever talks about. Or... The follow game people do talk about, or mm. <laughs> all right, it's time for security corner, and we're going to start a story Yay. of bleeping computer. Evil Telegram Android apps on Google Play infect infected sixty thousand with spyware. This just sounds. We've heard this story before. 
This is nothing new. <laughs> it sounds familiar, but it's it's different. It's yeah, a new it's one this time. Same. Okay. Telegram clones for Android and Always Google a popular Play were installed. Target. Yeah. The apps appear to be tailored for Chinese speaking users. Okay, so it, it looks like the right app and it's oh look it's native in your language and it's it's not real. Thanks, Google. Yeah, but it's had sixty thousand installs, so it kind of looks pretty real. Right, yeah. They've they've removed them from, from Google Play after they were notified. So it wasn't just one app, Sebastian. It was it was two dozen different different WhatsApp and Telegram clones distributing Trojans and various malware. Google Play Store, watch what you download, for goodness sakes. I thought it was better than that. This isn't the Windows mobile phone experience when it was all just clones and garbage. It's not the, it's not the utopia you were sold on the outside of the box. Um, what happened? It wouldn't happen in Apple App Store, would it? Eh, not as not not very much, no. No, it would not. Hey, uh, keep your Firefox updated if you're a Firefox user because Mozilla has patched Firefox and Thunderbird. Remember Thunderbird? Against zero-day exploit attacks. Zero-day exploited in attacks? This is yeah. a strange headline. Against a zero-day exploited... Uh, yeah, that's a hard one. I don't even know how you're supposed to say that. So emergency security updates today. This was the 10th, I think. So not today, today. Oh, that was yesterday. The 12th, yeah, yesterday. Yeah, Mozilla... Mozilla released emergency security updates yesterday. Critical zero-day vulnerability. I think most people probably just have Firefox set to auto-update itself. So, Yeah, but sometimes it doesn't. It just sort of... Correct. Yeah, I usually go in and check the about and click update just to make sure that it restarts. Because I don't think it forces you to restart. So it sits there and says, ready to restart with a, an update. And they, at least they went back to the older ESR version, which is all the way back to 105 on non-supported operating systems, which is decent of them to do. But this is a exploit through imaging, which we've seen a few times. WebP. I don't know how many people are using that, but you know, if you want to get an exploit in, it's one way to do it. Google had the same problem, which they patched a week or so ago through the same WebP reader library, yeah. which looks like it would have allowed remote code exploitation uh, execution through a yeah, malicious Yeah, did it quietly, too. Free download manager, which says you can rely on it. Well, apparently not, because hmm. today yeah. they've announced that eh, between 2020 and 2022, maybe? There was, yeah. a, there was a security incident, anyway, that happened in 2020. It appears, quote, that a specific web page on our site was compromised by a Ukrainian hacker group, exploiting it to distribute malicious software, end quote. And they go on to talk about how it's just, it's less than 0.1% of our visitors might hardly have encountered this issue. That's millions <clears throat> probably considering. Yeah. I, th I think you left out the fact that this is a Linux vulnerability. No. Oh, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> all right, fine. The user base is smaller. <laughs> but, but savvier yeah and fell for this one why if you're on why are you using free download manager on Linux let's just say that this was so prevalent that people doing like YouTube videos actually showed the the hackers URL as a place for them to or others as they're watching as a recommendation <laughs> hey go here and, and download this and it was in a forum posts. It, like I said, it was in videos of screen captures of people going to the wrong place. So the, apparently there was some measure of logic that went with the hackers to pick particular kinds of users as to when they were going to be offered the, the incorrect or the improper link to go and download the specially loaded free download manager software. Um, but this went on for, like I said, over two years before it was accidentally patched. They didn't even realize it had happened. They didn't even realize they were compromised. It was a um, an upgrade to their web environment that accidentally patched this problem. So they only figured it out in retrospect with people going, hey, I just did a, you know, a check on a, you know, an upgrade to my Linux installation and it keeps trying to hit this weird web page. What's with that? And eventually people figured out that yeah, you've been hacked. You've been compromised. Well, where did it come from? And this is where they backtracked it to. It even happens to Linux people. There ain't no such thing as a free download manager. 
It's time for gaming quick hits. Kit Guru has a story about Cyberpunk 2077 2.0 update. We're about to get hot and heavy with the CPU utilization. Get ready. Make sure you have a good CPU cooler because Cyberpunk 2.0 will increase eight core CPU usage up to 90%. Just because, or is it actually going to do something? I don't know. Yes. That's what I want. <laughs> to save your time, please run Cinebench or similar and check stability of your systems. Wink. Okay. What? Uh, they uh, they they kind of enabled more multi CPU support on Intel platform, okay. and not nearly as much on AMD. Hence some of the some of the changes in performance that we've seen. I'm, I'm not trying to go into full, you know they're out there type, you know, conspiracy stuff, but what they're out there. Uh, they might be not saying it's aliens, but it's aliens. <laughs> the yeah. developer. Oh, none of us have the air for that. Yeah, he talks none about, of us okay. have the hair. The article talks about that tweet, the developer suggesting running set bench to ensure your system is stable. But more importantly, the game will no longer need mods to benefit from SMT on Ryzen CPUs, to Josh's point there, resolving a long-standing problem for players who use these processors. However, if your CPU has more than eight cores and supports hyperthreading slash SMT, uh, they recommend disabling SMT. You what? They don't want I'm more sorry. than eight. Hmm. Well, this is just weird. How about, you remember how about back in the old optimize days you your to- game? Yeah, you remember back in the old days when you had to pick which one, which uh, EMM three eighty six you were going to load? Yeah, for, depending on what game you were going to do, I want extended or do I want expanded memory? I got to reboot. Oh to my do god! It. So now I'm going to play Cyberpunk this. and say, "Oh, wait a second, I got to reboot. I got to disable freaking well, hyperthreading." Yeah, those games. A lot of them just came with their own boot discs. So you don't have to worry about. Yeah, it. I know. Reboot right. your yes. whole system to play one game right. with its own little memory manager. Oh, I sure miss three and a half inch floppies. Don't you? Yeah, booting <laughs> off of those. Stellaris is going Star Trek in an upcoming release from Paradox. Self-immunity. Which thankfully they are not charging full price for because <laughs> you can already do this. Okay. Is it Paradox or Paramount? Uh, is it licensed? So, uh, those were mods before, right? That's a Yeah. No, I mean Star Trek New Civilizations is a long running total conversion mod which uh, starts back in the Scott Bakula days and just goes on from there. And it, it's bloody impressive. So I have a feeling that uh, the guys at Paradox sort of said, wait a second, uh, why don't we steal a bunch of their stuff and then, uh, you know, maybe invite one or two of them to work for us to pump out this game. And I mean, at 30 bucks, uh, you don't need the base Stellaris. So that's reasonable, I guess. But it's plastered with all sorts of the next generation uh, characters on it, except apparently the game begins decades long before the next generation, which makes it a little bit odd. Maybe you eventually get to there and then it, and to make it even weirder, if you pre-order it or buy the deluxe version, uh, you can get the USS Cerritos, which is from the below decks, which happens significantly further in the future than next <clears> generation <throat> did. Wait, you actually watch that? And I watched like two or three episodes and then it was okay. just sort of like, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't watch. But I still need to watch Brave New Worlds because apparently it's decent. Strange New Worlds just, is, is good. First season is fantastic. Yeah. Strange or Brave? It drops off of it. I think it's Brave, it's Brave strange. New Worlds, isn't it? No, Strange. strange. I don't know. I haven't watched it. Strange. Strange. I watched like episode. Fudge. Because <laughs> the. The space tardigrade one just sort of turned me off. Brett and is uncharacteristically uninformed on this topic. <laughs> I am. Thank it's you very strange much. Strange new worlds. Strange new worlds. It's it's the adventures of the Enterprise before Kirk. So Pike. Yes. The original um, number one. Uh, I, you know what? I think Force. I think I was I was turned off by some of the uh, some of the bad uh, material that came out there and. Uh, I wasn't sure yeah, I could rejoin. So I. The and I still haven't finished material? Picard yet. I don't know what that means. Yeah, bad material. Okay, Picard yeah. leaves terrible taste in your mouth. Okay, okay. the third season enjoy. was okay. First two were... I understood okay, the, first, the third first season was good. Mm-hmm. 
Second was terrible. That's the problem. I have to Can't make to it two bad good. seasons to get to a good one. Yeah, exactly. Or I just yeah, not. Why? Why just? Why? I'm just not going to do it. Can't. You're trying to say something. No, I. Uh, you're you're I, disgusted I, with us, aren't you? No, no, I completely agree with uh, the assessment of Picard. It had its it problems. Just, uh, it was problematic. Yes. Story at Hackaday. Atari introduces a new old console. Or more about the Atari console. Who yes, owns the rights to them anymore? I've, haven't, haven't we been hearing about new Atari, Atari VCS? Atari? For yeah, Atari we've been hearing games. about this for a long time, and it still isn't shipping. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You're saying maybe How that's many years small? has it been? I don't know. <laughs> that's weird. Two? That's kind of weird. That's that way I kind of had to post this because it's just amusing. This is going to be for real, though. When? For sure. When was for the sure. last time we heard about the, the new VCS? Oh, that's at least a year ago. Look, haven't they been actually reissuing new cartridges? I read this recently someplace. They've been making new Atari 2600 cartridges. Well, because this thing will handle 2600 and 7800 cartridges. And and 78s, yeah. So the problem was that they figured that, oh, Atari says they're launching this console, so they'll probably get it out in a year or two. And now they've already got all these console or all the games released. The cartridges are available, but the system, yeah. Um, yeah, this is 2018 so that there was the Atari VCS, the new. But Atari this VCS. is the one that looks like it's supposed to look. Yeah, it's a bit smaller. The one, the one that's linked. It does look proper. Oh, like a mini, a sh- mini console? It is a sh- it's a shrunk version of the original console, but it has yeah. the proper cartridge ports and wood grain aesthetics the switches the difficulty switches the the player one player two or one player two player switches power power switch exactly exactly and they've got that that sort of neuraled aluminum look to them my oh, brother just enough. just just enough for the neuraled <laughs> and the proper joystick okay that's all i want to say about the joystick yeah, but will you have that same feel when you're using an LCD with input lag? Did you ever take one of those apart? They're amazing yep. mechanical devices. Cool. Bubble bubble switches inside of $130 for yeah. a mini console that plugs into your TV that's probably just a Raspberry Pi on the inside. It's not, but, but it is an it. SOC. It is an SOC, I admit. Um, oh, it is way, compatible way with the original chip. cartridges. Okay, okay. I, yeah. I thought that was it's just a for rock looks. Chip. No, no, that's actually true. It includes yeah. a 10-in-1 cartridge, which has, co- uh, let's see, Adventure, Combat, Dodgem, Haunted House, Maze Craze, Missile Command, Real Sports, Volleyball Surround, Video Pinball, and Yars Revenge. All Atari mm. properties, you might notice. Mm, yes. yes. Before we move on to Picks of the Week, I want to briefly call your attention to a YouTube channel that I, I frequent almost every day. It's uh, PC Per on YouTube. In fact, Ooh. we're live right now. Look, watch as we make we're podcast history. 162 people. 162 people. You put uh, that. Hey. We made 1.4 1,400 videos. Yeah. That's insane. Look at this. What's wrong with kind this? of. One of the most recent videos, as a day ago, we published a review of the Frywax. We talked about this on a podcast recently. The video is finally done. I finally finished re editing it, re uploading it. It has it's special four, music, I noticed. It's in 4K. I, I hand, nice. handcrafted the selections from the YouTube audio library. And sanitized it. Yes. Mm-hmm. You rub that down really nicely. We talk no about the history no of the frag box. We go over the frag box uh, specs for our Maximum particular test PC, system. Yeah. And Maximum PC, Gordon. You may have heard of Gordon Mung. Yes, maybe. PC. Uh, we talk about the weight. It's uh, hefty, 26 pounds. Ooh. But I make it look light because I'm so incredibly You're burly. strong. Yeah, I'm super yep. strong. You're That's strong like two hands tractor. I'm so strong. Yep. Uh, talk about its uh, extruded aluminum handle and s- stuff. The the accessibility of the internals. Look at this. Yep. This thin aluminum uh, handle. It's super strong. It's just a thin aluminum waffle. You know, I think I missed the fact that that was a 1,000-watt SFXL. It is. It's an SFXL power supply of your dreams. Impressed by the wattage, yeah. It's the highest power density in the world. Ew, there's spinning rust in there. 
You can uh, if you want to. If you yeah. want that twenty terabyte or whatever hard drive in there for long term cold storage. But how was the Falcon fuel, by the way? I love that stuff. It's very good. It's not really dark. Uh, it's a lighter blend, but it this it's a fragrant kind of aroma. Hmm. When you brew that okay. stuff up, it has a very very nice uh, smell. It smells like a coffee shop. Are you using the desk pad mouse pad right now? I'm not right now, but I. I, is a very nice dust pad. It's Cordura, which I didn't like. What is Cordura? So I Googled it. I Apparently no it's idea. this high, high hmm. end, um, athletic. High dense weave. Fabric yeah. that's in high end stuff. A lot of expensive. the uh, expensive gaming pads now are using Cordura. Uh, yeah. For it's like if, if you're looking at a mouse pad, pad and it's $80, it's probably the Cordura mouse pad. Now I want fine Corinthian leather. One interesting aspect of this, actually, is that the frag box is cheaper than the Talon if you're using the same CPU, same graphics card, that sort of thing. It's like $500 cheaper. But you don't uh-huh. get this present. Look at this presentation. You don't get the cable mod cables. You don't get the mm. the, the mid-tower, the extra expansion. The, but it's look at this, the size of this thing. It's, it's barely bigger than this Falcon 3.0 box. It's, I it's like, like how you use Playmate the box. Cooler. It's like ah. Playmate cooler. So it's it's smaller actually than Playmate cooler. It's it's hand it's hand. You're making hand it uh, you're making it look light again. It's just because I'm so strong. But again, <laughs> yeah. 26 pounds. Yeah. I I would if if you actually look at the raw footage, there's footage of me lifting it and then setting it down, and then lifting <laughs> it again and then setting it down. I kept on having to rest. <laughs> I could only hold it for like three seconds at a time, but I kept on switching hands. <laughs> Because my arm will get tired. It's not easy to lift 26 pounds out like this because I'll bring it out towards the camera. It's no joke. No joke. Yeah, you did the hand model thing the whole time, which is I I trimmed my fingernails before I came down here to shoot B-roll. I actually shot that B-roll yesterday morning after my son. You wax your fingers? What? Get the hair off? No, yeah, I can get the hair your off. Fingers. Wax you know, your fingers. Wax for your no, fingers. no, I have I have hair on my fingers. It's light, but. But I, I trimmed my fingernails. That's as far as it goes. Yeah. Hmm. At least you wash well, your Sebastian, hands. next time he's going to send you a couple of the frag boxes or, or a frag box, get him to send two and you can, you know, work out both arms with them. And There you go. <laughs> I can do like two. Uh, okay. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. The frag box. Check out the full review. It's 10 minutes and 31 seconds that you will never forget. For the rest of your What's life. What's that last night? It was a great review. Thank you. Let's move to picks of the week. Josh, you want to get us started? Picks of the week. You know, I uh, when I got the uh, the full uh, uh, racing rig that uh, Next Level Racing sent me, um, I thought, you know, let's let's use that that Logitech uh, wheel and I've got a shifter for it. And I was like, you know, this is a lot better than I thought. The Logitech G Driving Force Shifter, compatible with the G29, G920, and G923. Not, I don't, I don't think it's uh, works without a adapter for the new Logi Pro uh, wheel. But if you get one of those, it's a sixty dollar uh, shifter. And you can actually do sequential if you want. Uh, you can change it to that. But yeah, no, it's it's you know it's got a little leather handle. It's got a leather boot. It's it's a solid little piece of equipment for not a huge amount of money. So if you got one of those and you want to, you know, slap a stick in your hand, it's a cheap and easy way to do it, and you won't get any diseases. So there you go. There's something about a stick shift, isn't there? Something. Especially a disease. And it's, it's a seven something speed, about it. I think. Uh, hmm. It looked like a yeah, six speed with a knob in your hand. Or, yeah, not a uh, good solid knob in your hand. No, actually, the, the, the one I used. realism. It is, it is realism. a seven. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know. All right, Jeremy. What? Your pick. Your pick. How have I never heard of Mopria before? This is, uh, Microsoft is getting rid of third-party printer drivers, which are a bane on existence because the amount of times I've blown 
work hours trying to get a bloody recalcitrant network printer to stop spamming and grabbing every DHCP reservation it possibly can, even though we've programmed its Mac to only grab one, uh, or just, you know, print nightmare. Anyone remember that? And, oh, look, uh, you can't install printer drivers anymore because you're downloading them from places that are literally installing gigantic pieces of spyware onto your system. So Microsoft uh, and all of the printer manufacturers pretty much have gotten together to create this new standard. So whatever printer you like to use, as long as it's fairly modern, uh, the older printers obviously are not going to be compatible with this. It will grab a print driver, a, a generic print driver for that model, which still gives you page counts and duplex and everything from Windows Update. If you're offline and don't have Windows Update, instead of digging through the, I have a disk for this printer and trying to find the make and then the model and that, I don't know how many millions of uh, things are in there at this point. It just dumps on this basic Mopria driver, which will handle any print, just pretty much any modern printer from Brothers through to Konica through to Xerox. It's brilliant. It's wonderful. Uh, it's a little, it exists now, but uh, essentially at 2025, Microsoft is going to stop pushing out HP drivers or Konica Minolta printers or any other type of printers. They're just going to push out this specific uh, Mopria printer style. And by 2027, even the old ones are going to get pulled. They're just not going to exist anymore. So it's a, it's a Microsoft IPP class driver, which is, they're interesting. They've been used for a couple of other things, but the idea that not having to deal with third party printer drivers anymore makes me, you know, a little bit more excited than it probably should, but I have wasted so much time on freaking printers. And since apparently okay, they're never why have away. printers been so bad for the past 50 for years? So it's a technology that's been around yes. from parallel, parallel, I mean, well, hell, serial, parallel, mm -hmm. Ethernet, everything, USB, USB Wi Fi. Why in the hell have you not perfected it? But it's been well, like Josh, because, Adobe, because they make it worse scripted. every generation. It's just, it's technology yeah. without an interesting name. Every generation, they find a way Sorry. to make it worse. Oh, well, yeah, the network cards are actually working properly. Well, let's stick a fiery on there and just totally screw it. So now it has two unique IP addresses, one of which is from its own I remember. HCP server attached to the printer. <laughs> I remember fireys. <laughs> Why? Uh, that was lunacy. And yes, Matt yeah. Hatter, Kyocera was on that list. Brett, your pick. I like to pick things occasionally that are a little outside the tech realm. I think that's become like an expected thing that I'm occasionally going to do that kind of thing. So I'm a car enthusiast and I kind of like some cars that are new, but I like a few cars and own a few cars that are very, very old. Well, when I picked up my usual shipment from Sylvania, and I think a lot of people get their shipments from Sylvania, I found one of these because I ordered it. This is a plushy of my Volkswagen Scirocco. Well, it's pretty close to my Volkswagen Scirocco, but they include a variety of poorly understood limited edition automobiles, such as even some US cars, such as Camaros and uh, fast uh, uh, Chryslers and Dodges and trucks. And not all of them are European minded, but it's called vroomvroom.si. So if you click uh, pick yours there and scroll through some well, that's of those, a car crash. you'll but see the. Cute. But it's not spelled the way we would sell spell vroom vroom. It's not V R. It is not O O M. It's V R U M V R U M V R U M V R U M. And it loads in Slovakian. Is that what this is? Yeah, it loads in the original Slovakian. So if if you're familiar with that, you can stick with that language. If if you'd like to switch to English, it, it is available. Um, so they have. Various Mercedes, Chevrolet Impalas. Hey, yeah. uh, hey this is a Kalamazoo-made nice checker. Right even here. a checker cab. Mm. And if Ooh, you're into Impala this sort of thing great. and you're looking for an unusual a piece. <laughs> a Ferrari really? Testarossa for those who own the Ferrari Testarossa. Of course. If you really need a Chevrolet Blazer, Blazer plush, this is where you can go. I have it. owned a toy of the Ferrari Testarossa. Does that, does that count? 
Um, if you'd like the plush, here it is. There's the VW Scirocco. There it is. Yeah, Yeah. here's your Scirocco. Oh, Skoda. Alan, get one. Skoda. Uh, I don't know. Are you going to give him one for Christmas? You going to do it? You going to make it? No, but I think my niece might be getting one. You could get him a Jetta. Only if I could hand deliver it. Can you get him a GTI, but with the carbon fiber hood in orange? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they, they would sell two. a they they would sell a Pinto, but if you dropped oh, it, the there's a Mark One, there's a Mark One Golf in there. So there's there's uh, something for everyone, really. If you're looking for yeah, you something know, for everyone, fun, yeah. Something no, for Greg M. Uh, they couldn't Look. put the Pinto out; it was too flammable. It squishes. Yeah. It's a plushie. It's a plush. <laughs> you sound like oh, Jerry Seinfeld. It's a plushie. It's a plush. It's a plushie. It's soft. You can squish it's it. Soft. You can hit yourself in the head with it. <laughs> it's a plushie. All right. It's not a. Okay. It's so a, what? It's when I was a freshman, when I was in freshman mm. in college, my dad Back gave me a, a a U.S. stamp shirt of of Wyoming, mm-hmm. and I was going out to exercise. I was I was in the crew team, and I was going to the boathouse, and I was wearing this. And a girl looked at me and said, "I always wondered who would buy one of those shirts." It wasn't a positive thing. <sighs> and that was the beginning. And now you marry to her. No. Oh. No. Oh, no. 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 All right. Kent, your pick. Okay. So, you know, a few years ago, we had that pandemic thing, and a lot of tech products shot up in price. And some of them, like storage, have actually returned to better than normal prices. Some are still high, but some have been a little slower to return. One of the things that was really uh, marked up during the pandemic were power supplies. And those are actually coming down to a more normal range now. And with ATX 3.0 coming out, uh, you know, and you might be looking for a new power supply. well, this is the Thermaltake model. Uh, it's ATX 3.0, 850-watt, um, $129.99 with a $20 mail-in rebate. Uh, unfortunately, it's not an instant rebate, but it's uh, still a good price for a quality 80-plus uh, uh, gold, 850-watt power supply. It's fully modular, um, and it's good to see power supplies getting to be reasonably priced again. That's it. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> I was waiting for more. That was succinct. Mm-hmm. Succinct, succinct. Okay. All right. My pick, and, you know, I understand if you guys aren't willing to spend your portion of picks of the week on old old computer hardware. On well, you don't give us a choice, do you? Vintage stuff. Well, you can do whatever you no. want. I don't tell we, anybody what we leave, to pick. That's your realm. That is your realm. It doesn't have to be just me. Okay. But, okay, if you guys won't pick vintage hardware during this segment, then I will. Yes, it's the I will motherboard for oh. dual Pentium 3, the DBD 100. Supports dual uh, Pentium 2 or Pentium 3 processors. Coppermine Core is supported. I think only officially up to 550 to 600 megahertz, but uh, I'm going to try. I'm going to try maybe a little Slocket, one gigahertz Coppermine Pentium 3 Slocket action. And is, it, maybe... is that GTL Plus bus? Hmm? Hmm. Let's look at the specs on the back of this uh Product, which Let's apparently is a that. Japanese import. There's English and Japanese uh, inside, but if you can see this. What does that it say at the a... bottom? Available no at Opteron. What does that? Why does that say available at Op? Oh, Opteron. Oh, available is an option. Available is yeah. an option. It's uh, a <laughs> the 440BX. Jeez. 100 megahertz system bus speed. No, uh, it says faster 100 megahertz. Now this one fun. has some uh, missing stuff i think they're i have a, a asus p2b 
but it's the DS, so it has the built-in SCSI controller. This one, that is not populated. You can see where SCSI would go. So this is more of your basic dual slot one with AGP, PCI, you have ISA. Interesting platform. And well, uh, you'll miss you'll miss SCSI when you build that system. Will I? Yeah, yeah, you'll Ooh, miss I can it. join iWill's fan club, it says. Sure. Now, I, I already it, unboxed this. It is this. a GTL Plus, which do you know what GTL stands for? Quickly. No. Goes like gunning transceiver yeah, no. logic. Oh. <laughs> I examine this. I don't see any swollen caps, but the... Swole. The tiny cables that it came with were in rubber bands that had long since disintegrated and were just gum. So those are <laughs> trash now. But I'm assuming this was uh, stored in extremely high heat at some point in its life. So not sure if... Uh, this will work or not? Uh, live stream build. Perhaps? I will. What do you say? Well, Absolutely. Say? Yes. All right. The only awesome. the only possible because it's open. Because it's option. open. Do you open. have? Do you have dual uh, Pentiums to oh, yeah. uh, populate that with? Yes. Okay. Is is it a four forty BX? Yes. Chipset. Yes. Why can I not close this? Yes, it's four forty BX. Okay. It should be very similar to the Asus P two B that I ha already have. So I could just grab the Pentium 2s out of that and put it in this, but I think I have a pair of 600 megahertz Pentium 3s. If not, they're like 20 bucks on eBay, so I could just make that happen. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes, we camera, can hear you. Camera battery is dead. Apparently when you are connected to the USB-C, it's not actually charging. Oh, no, I've battery, noticed that. Camera battery dumb. It's, um, you wouldn't think that, but weird. Yeah, All right, we're Josh, uh, you want to give us an outro for this week? <sighs> Don't do it. Peer pressure. Don't do cave. It. Do it. Do it. Gosh, I'm so unenthused about this week. It's just nothing has gone right, and I've got to go visit South Bend, Indiana next week. Uh, well, uh, this weekend. I mean, sure, you know, it's not often that you go and see a Notre Dame game, but it costs a lot of money. And yes, my nephew is punting with Central Michigan. But that shouldn't you? discourage you about am I muted? No. I'm not muted. No. I just you just just ruined it all. But anyway. Go out and live life like you're a football getting punted eighty yards by some twenty <sighs> four year old okay. kid. All right. Who else wants to try uh, an outro? Kent, Kent, <laughs> Kent, can you give us an Kent. outro for this week? Please, Kent. Thanks for watching. That's it. We're done. <laughs>